0: Welcome, friends. This is Reverend Tim Earhart, and this is Daily Bible Reflections for August 16, 2023. Today's Old Testament lesson is from Genesis chapter 40, verses 1 to 23. Forgotten, but blessed. Sometime later, Pharaoh's chief cupbearer and chief baker offended their royal master. Pharaoh became angry with these two officials, and he put them in the prison where Joseph was, the place of the captain of the guard. They remained in prison for quite some time, and the captain of the guard assigned them to Joseph, who looked after them. While they were in prison, Pharaoh's cupbearer and baker each had a dream one night, and each dream had its own meaning. When Joseph saw saw them the next morning, he noticed that they both looked upset. Why do you look so worried today, he asked them. And they replied, We both had dreams last night and no one can tell us what they mean. Interpreting dreams is God's business, Joseph replied. Go ahead and tell me your dreams. So the chief cupbearer told Joseph his dream first. In my dream, he said, I saw a grapevine in front of me. The vine had three branches that began to bud and blossom, and soon it produced clusters of ripe grapes. I was holding Pharaoh's wine cup in my hand, so I took a cluster of grapes and squeezed the juice into the cup. Then I placed the cup in Pharaoh's hand. This is what the dream means, Joseph said. The three branches represent three days. Within three days, Pharaoh will lift you up and restore you to your position as his chief cupbearer. And please remember me and do me a favor when things go well for you. Mention me to Pharaoh so he might let me out of this place. For I was kidnapped from my homeland, the land of the Hebrews, and now I'm here in prison but I did nothing to deserve it. When the chief baker saw that Joseph had given the first dream such a positive interpretation, he said to Joseph, I had a dream too. In my dream, there were three baskets of white pastries stacked on my head. The top basket contained all kinds of pastries for Pharaoh, but the birds came and ate them from the basket on my head. This is what the dream means, Joseph told him. The three baskets also represent three days. Three days from now, Pharaoh will lift you up and impale your body on a pole. Then birds will come and peck away at your flesh. Pharaoh's birthday came three days later, and he prepared a banquet for all his officials and staff. He summoned his chief cupbearer and chief baker to join the other officials. He then restored the chief cupbearer to his former position, so he could again hand Pharaoh his cup. But Pharaoh impaled the chief baker just as Joseph had predicted when he interpreted his dream. Pharaoh's chief cupbearer, however, forgot all about Joseph, never giving him another thought. New Living Translation It is a sinking and a stinking feeling to be forgotten, as if no one cares. But we know God cares, and we also know Joseph did nothing wrong. How did he get to this point of being left in a prison? What's up with that? The story of Joseph is one of the longest narratives in the Old Testament. Joseph was the next to the youngest of 12 sons born to their father, Jacob. Rachel was Jacob's favorite wife and Joseph's mother, which also made Joseph one of Jacob's favorites. That did not go down well with the rest of the sons. Joseph's brothers, unbeknownst by Jacob, Sold him into slavery. Joseph was taken to Egypt and became the servant of Pharaoh's captain of the guard, Potiphar. Joseph distinguished himself as competent, skillful, and virtuous. It was actually his integrity which got him into prison. Refusing to sleep with Potiphar's wife, she became an angry woman and accused Joseph of something he did not do. The captain promptly dispatched him to jail. Joseph became a slave in Egypt because of jealousy, hatred, and lack of faithfulness on the part of Joseph's brothers. They disowned him, sold him, and rid themselves of him. The brothers wanted to forget Joseph, and they did. Furthermore, Joseph became a prisoner in Egypt because of anger, hate, and betrayal of faith. Potiphar's wife did not get what she wanted from Joseph, so she lied and fumed, landing Joseph in a dank prison. He was left without another thought, forgotten and jailed for no fault of his own. And just when we think the story might turn around and Joseph will be freed from his unjust imprisonment, the chief cupbearer or wine steward promptly forgot him and said nothing to Pharaoh after he was out of jail and restored to his position. Once again, Joseph is the undeserved recipient of unfaithfulness. He remains in prison for another two years. As much as we might like to get past all these unjust and maddening situations, Holy Scripture does not let us off the hook so easily. We have to sit with Joseph for a while and feel what he feels, experience what he experiences, so that we can learn our own lessons from him. Whether we like it or not, suffering is a reality, and yet, Although forgotten by humanity, we are remembered by divinity. God is present with us through hardship and adversity. Joseph's story sets up the contrast between fickle humans and a faithful God. A lot of people in Joseph's life let him down, but God was there as the continual divine presence throughout every circumstance, both good and bad. God gifted Joseph and had special plans for him. God was with Joseph in his dreams. God was with Joseph so that he succeeded in everything he did. The Lord caused all that Joseph did to prosper. God showed Joseph steadfast love and gave him favor in the sight of the chief jailer. The jailer did not worry about anything because the Lord was with Joseph and made him successful in all that he did. God was present with Joseph in helping him interpret dreams, even in difficult situations. God's presence does make a difference. The Lord met Joseph in his suffering, yet did not leave him there. God entered Joseph's suffering, was present with him while in it, and eventually brought him out of it to another and better place. And in the process, God blessed others through Joseph. Not only did Joseph survive, but he also thrived in the middle of injustice. God quietly went about the business of using Joseph as an agent of blessing everywhere he was sent, to Potiphar and his household, to the chief jailer and all those in prison, and then to Pharaoh and all of Egypt. In the end, even the conniving and cabaling brothers received blessing through Joseph. In this way, the Lord was fulfilling the divine promise to Abraham that he and Sarah and their descendants would be blessed, and that through them all the nations of the earth would also be blessed. God is present with those in suffering, yet the way God works almost never seems fast enough for those who are suffering. We, along with the psalm writers, cry out, How long, O Lord? In situations, such as Joseph's. It won't do to offer platitudes to let go and like God, or everything works for good, or God never gives us more than we can handle. Sheesh, I doubt anyone in in life or death situation relies on nifty phrases like that. They want God, and they understandably want God now. Whether quick or slow, hard or unbearable, The biblical promise nevertheless still stands that God meets us in our suffering. And God does not leave us there. God also calls us and moves us to more pleasant places. And know this, in the process and in the journey, God will bless others through us. O God, give me strength to live another day. Let me not turn coward before its difficulties or prove passive to its duties. Let me not lose faith in other people. Keep me sweet and sound of heart in spite of ingratitude, treachery, or meanness. Preserve me from minding little stings or from giving them. Help me to keep my heart clean and to live so honestly and fearlessly that no outward failure can dishearten me or take away the joy of conscious integrity. Open wide the eyes of my soul that I may see good in all things. Grant me this day some new vision of truth. Inspire me with a spirit of joy and gladness. And make me the cup of strength to suffering souls. In the name of the strong Deliverer, our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ.